Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Taylor Glenn, and I'm a writer and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. As well as author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. This is where beer meets breaking and entering, Prosecco meets perjury, and vodka meets vandalism. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime... He bought an actual horse, but he... uh... (laughs) Parents aren't calling your bluff. They mean it. No screen time. <laughs> I've got to say something smart now. So I guess... Hannah, you don't. <laughs> don't start now. <laughs> when was that? <laughs> now it's time for Drunk Women Solving Crime. Hello and welcome to Drunk Women Solving Crime. I'm just going to go ahead and introduce our guest for this episode. We're so excited to have her. It is writer and actor Frog Stone. Hi. How are you doing? Cheers. Not enough people say cheers at the top of the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's a classic. Classic. Is that that one of yours? Did you come up with that yourself? Cheers. Little thing of mine, you might not have heard of it. So you raise a drink and you go, Cheers, guys. It sounds classy. <laughs> when I was little, I thought all the adults were saying cheese, and I was like, Aww. and I'd smile. I'm like, Somebody got a camera. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was pretty dumb. Uh, <laughs> I've been drinking since I was two. This is the truth. 
Oh, wow. Okay. That's so either a fun story or not a fun story. Or just, no, there have been pauses, sleep, mm. and, you know, thing. no, but I have been. I definitely had my first drink at two, Ooh. apparently. And what was it? It would have been a red wine. Oh, my gosh. You're going to be the best detective. And that's mostly what I've drunk. And then my parents also had, you know, 80s, like a wine box thing, as was popular then and actually very good, and we should all be drinking more of those. What, for the environment? Yes. That's not why they have it. (laughs) Back then. And I lay underneath it and just, like, drank from the tap. (laughs) Ah, wow. But, you know, the it done me any harm. You it? already have, yeah, you've got all the experience you need to crack yeah. the case Excellent that we'll have today. I didn't realise that, like, a cork in a bottle was, like, child-proofing a bottle of wine. I didn't realise that that's what that was. Wow. <laughs> but, no, um, and then I used to get Lambrusco as, a, like, a birthday treat, which people wow. may mock, but I recommend you all try a dry hey, red. No judgment here. Oh, is it like a fizzy red? Yes, it's oh. great. Oh, I don't think I've ever had that. Oh, you must. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh, I will. Well, Frog, we always kick off the podcast with this first question, and it is, have you ever been the victim of a crime? I have, okay. but I think only once, if we're talking proper legal crime. Okay. As opposed to other, you know, fashion or moral crimes, <laughs> um, of which I've probably been the perpetrator. But my, I have been a victim of a crime, which was when I was a child, and I was thinking about the date of this, and I know that my ghetto blaster, which had neon on it, no, it was like Come a on. cracker shape. So I'm going to say 88, 89. Okay. So it was the end of my primary school, so I was sort of 10, 9, 10. Okay. Um, that was one of the things that was stolen. And everything that was stolen from my house, my parents' house, was oh. mine. And what had happened was that the burglars had come in through the cat flap, no less. No. Cat Ooh. burglars. Cat flap burglars. <laughs> wow. Um, so it was they, the, in the back door... There was so the house I grew up in was an eighties like a Barrett's or townhouse thing. Okay. So there's a garage on the bottom floor and then okay. Oh yeah. And then there's a little utility room and like this room at the back, which I don't really know what we'd call it because it wasn't insulated properly. This was a big thing about it. So it was very, very cold in the north. And um it had stuff in. Like my mum was a teacher and she used to do all her marking in that room. Okay. It had toys oh. in and it had like junk stuff in. Including all my worldly possessions, because it was a sort of you know, small. It's like a three-bedroom house, or two and a small room, and the okay. tiny room was mine. Anyway, they came in. The, the the key was in the back door, and they came in through the cat. Uh, like jiggly, jiggly. Wow. I just wondered how big your cat was. That's what I, know, I was thinking. I was thinking, do you have one of those? I was huge, very excited. And, and I know. Pet. Well, if you were like a sort of slinky. Pink panthery type, you could probably get in. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. I what don't they think so they could reach through. But they came through. This is a lesson not then, to keep your keys in your back door, huh? Yeah. Yeah, no, you must. I'm not that. saying I, I do the that. Saying. <laughs> but then they took stuff and they loaded up in this room. Amazingly, they didn't take my mother's like German A level marking, uh, <laughs> but they did take like my keyboard, oh. some games, and then they let themselves into the garage, which didn't have anything worth it apart from the chest freezer which they helped themselves to a load of meals oh my god and then they let themselves out of the front door loaded the swag in the wheelie bin oh wow and that was their getaway car okay and then they took it down the road that's a noisy getaway car (laughs) but my mum had woken up because she'd heard the front door close and gone like and it was the early hours of the morning it wasn't dead of night or anything okay so it was probably i'm well who knows but it was like maybe four or five in the morning in some time was everyone else on the street like fuck it's been day (laughs) well 
<laughs> so the police were called and the entire hall was found up a ginnel, which for those not from Lancashire, that's like a little alleyway. Okay. Uh, up a little alleyway, there'd been... Oh, that's bad. It's like I had sex up a ginnel. Yeah. That's lovely, isn't it? Well, no, it depends what you, you know, there's the ginnel euphemism and then there's... The Ginnell Place. What's the euphemism? Oh, come on, Hannah. Oh, an alleyway. Okay. A little passage up the back. You know. Okay, I anyway. got it. Guys, it's a butthole. <laughs> so they were apprehended and they abandoned them. She's trying to cheers. She's taught us a new word for butthole. This is a sophisticated gal. <laughs> um, all while being absolutely hammered on Sorry, wine so they since abandoned? I was two. They, were, they abandoned it all. It was all there. And then okay. we got it all back. Oh, wow. Um, which was kind of... Yeah, kind of strange. But and then I just remember the sort of police going, "Oh yeah, you know, there's been a lot of this cat flat freezer." And you're like, <laughs> "Cat flat freezer?" Like, oh, of course, the old, you know, shuffle one two, the cat flat, the freezer. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. But did, yeah, so they did took you it. still eat the microwave meals, or had they defrosted? I don't think anybody ate much from that That's freezer important. when my mum sold the house my dad died and I had to sell the house and she moved to a little bungalow not very far away but um cleaning out the garage which was like a repository of crap right um as is now my garage <laughs> so I understand it now but the freezer was just a bit like open it and there's stuff in there since 1988 there's never been touched lots of sliced mighty white that kind of thing oh, oh wow yeah. okay um, and I don't nice frostbite on it wow. yeah like, <laughs> you know you chuck things in a freezer thinking you're gonna use it I guess and never did um, but I don't know what happened to the food. But like I say, no, that's probably... Well, it would have been spoiled, surely, out in yeah. a ginnel well, for all that time. Frog, well, what that's, do you... That's right. I, I'm wondering why they went up the ginnel. Um, you that's know. the quickest way to get from, like, as it happened to be, Lower Bank Road to Victoria Road. OK. But then why abandon? Bank Road. Why abandon all the swag? Why did they somebody, give up? I mean... Do they get caught, do you think, or...? Oh, we never... I mean... Now I'd have so many questions. At the time, I was like, where's my ghetto blaster and my keyboard? (laughs) And why was it only my stuff? Yeah. That does seem really weird, like, because in your house, there has to be something that's more valuable. I guess they were in out really quick. Mm. I don't know. I mean, like, we didn't have a computer or anything. So, Mm, like, there's a big telly that was rented anyway. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Radio rentals, which, when my dad died as well, the amount of stuff, it was like, you've been paying, like, radio rentals. (laughs) For about 40 years. <laughs> I seem to think we bought oh, no. a telly in like 1992 and you just paid it. It's like one of those things where he just had never cancelled it. Oh, no. And it was a small shit telly, I remember as well. Yeah. Like it was before yeah. telly's got, you know, proper telly size. And, like, exactly. And don't actually cost that much. So no, the amount no, that the would have wrapped up. Like, I remember yeah. going to get a new oh, phone no. that was like, you know, you get it sort of rented from BT. Okay. Dial-up phones. I remember going to get a beep, 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 beep phone. Yeah. And that being like, Ooh. yeah, but you yeah. sort of you paid like a rental for it with your like. Well, maybe you didn't have to. It's just what my dad did. Oh, yeah. he bought an actual horse, but he um, <laughs> and he he was a teacher too, so he had no business with this and couldn't afford it at all. But he would rent, you know, everything else. But a horse, oh no, cash still. Oh wow, <laughs> buy that out, right? I'm really okay. allergic to horses as well. Fatally. Are you? Oh, God. Well, I didn't. I am alive. I'm not like. Oh, yeah. Was it, it killed but, you. But it's life. Oh, but I went, yes, I had to go to hospital. I had a terrible allergic reaction. Jesus. Had to have a dum dum. Wow. Ooh. For the listener, she pounded her chest. Like a dum dum. <laughs> That's frightening. No ascot for you. Oh, no, no. Wowzers. Well, we, okay, we always ask, uh, what would you say to the perpetrators? Um, you know, they can't do anything, they can't say anything. You can have them here. Can ask them questions. What would you say? 
My first question would be, why only my stuff? Couldn't you have taken my brother's? It would have taught him a lesson. <laughs> much needed lesson in oh, never sharing. So his brother, <laughs> some of your brother's stuff was in there as well. Well, I don't know. He's older. Um, so I don't know whether he had as much, you know, maybe his kit was smaller and better. Like he got a Discman. I never got given that. Oh, oh I love it. You know, and he probably slept with it. So maybe then yeah, get it was harder to get. Yeah. yeah. Prizing it out of his um, He had a bigger bedroom. He could fit more stuff in it. You had yeah, the box of course he room, did. He so did. your stuff's downstairs. Yeah. But I do, yeah. I would ask them what happened. Why yeah. did you abandon it all? Exactly. Like, what happened and why, like, how did you not say, no, what, what are you talking about? I'm just wheeling my bin with goodies down the road. <laughs> what, what's the question? Yeah. Do you, I, I really think somebody hope. must have seen them the and they yeah. panicked, right? Was that same ginnel... There was this woman who used to walk her dogs, plural, which I didn't like dogs. Um, And I once, I was like, oh, God, this old cow's coming with her dog. She had this Alsatian. And I've been bitten several times by dogs. So I'm like, oh, like I like animals generally, but, you know. Mm. I mean, several Um, times since. Yeah, no, that's... um, that's, Were you you (laughs) drunkenly getting... I was bitten by a Jack Russell when I was really little. Okay. So I don't like those yappy dogs. Yeah. Anyway, this old cow was walking... And she was an old cow, it's fair (laughs) to say. She was walking her dogs up, and I was with my friend. We were going to... I was older, we were going to the pub. um, And I was like, oh, let's just go up the gin all the quick way because I can't be doing with her because she'd always stop and chat mm. um, and I feel like maybe she had been a teacher once upon a time to know my mum in that way and it just oh okay um, and she's like what are you doing up there oh, and I was like oh and my friend was like oh she doesn't really like the dog it was a massive Alsatian I was like I don't really like dogs she's like oh don't be ridiculous it's a fine perfectly fine dog <laughs> she's like I'm the same as snakes of course I mean if you were to follow me up here with a snake I'd hate it and I'm like right I haven't got a snake but if you were to hate it I hate the dog and the set dog came up to me didn't bark didn't say anything came sniff 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 sunk his teeth into my <gasps> no I used to, not to hurt her but he knew what he was doing you are wow. joking yeah and I was like no what's happened and I was like just fuck off and next time I'm going to bring a snake just be warned (laughs) you must be delicious (laughs) I think I must have that pheromone do you know what I mean yeah 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 my dad has that with mosquitoes like if he's at at a party you don't have to put any deterrent out nobody has to wear lotion my dad has that with my mom she is crazy (laughs) for him no just skeeters (laughs) he just gets eaten yeah I'm always I'm like the family sponge for that kind of thing so I wonder if if it was her, maybe it maybe you know she appeared. Oh. They didn't have a snake. I, I bet it was. Them. I bet the dog bit them. Yeah. Could be, wouldn't it? Yeah. I reckon they were quite young. It mm, sounds yeah. like it from yeah. the choices that they made. Like yeah. if I had broken into a house at a young age, I would go for food. Yeah. Because I just was obsessed and a ghetto blaster. Yeah. I mean I got it. it sounds back. amazing. It was like, it looked like a cracker. That's, that's what I really remember. It like, looked like a friend. It had neon on it, which was like oh. so. That was so in. in. I had some Bermuda shorts with like fluorescent colours. There you go. Oh. I, it was so in that I was almost too, embarrassed yeah. about how trendy it was. <laughs> like, it was a bit too trendy for me. I even I knew that. Right. But ironically, if you kept it on your shoulder, like the whole time, it never would have nicked. <laughs> so, the lesson True. here. But I was quite small. <laughs> I mean, you know, that would have been a sort of like. Yeah, and she's, yeah. she's warding off all these biting dogs. She had other <laughs> things to I worry about. But then, you know, that said, if I'd had that on my shoulder, maybe dog wouldn't have come near me. Yeah, Could have been possibly. playing special dog repellent possibly. beats. Well, whatever <laughs> happened, whatever happened that day, we are glad that you got your stuff thank back. God. And thank yeah. you. I don't know where it is now. I don't know what happened to that. You know that thing. This saying, is what's so what great. I know. Happened to it all? I know. I have a watch that a Swatch watch that oh, was yeah. like my prize. I got it for Christmas. I begged for it. It was a big deal. 
no idea. Do you know what I mean? You think yeah. you'd hold on to that, like my prized yeah. watch, and just and like, just where gone. does it go? Like, we're again we're cleaning out the house. I remember sort of getting all the stuff, and I was like, where's it? And mm. I was like, well, this is sort of important. And then going through stuff, which were like A level notes and uni notes that was under the bed, and I was like, well, I'll keep some. Yeah. Yeah. But the rest I don't really need. Like, fair enough. I'd yeah. sort of check away. And then you sort of go, and then where did all the other little bits go of my life? It just flies <laughs> into the wind. And with that, <laughs> ready. And with that, detectives, Ooh. I think we're ready to solve Ooh, some yeah, true go, crime. Go. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. I'm um, having another drink. Listeners. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Don't go dry. You don't have to tell us every time, but we like it. Okay. <laughs> and the listeners like the it. Listeners will enjoy that. I'm just being on brand. Yeah. You really are, and we appreciate we appreciate it. And Hannah has these very cool, like '50s style champagne glasses, just coops. to paint the picture. Coops. Oh my gosh, I didn't yeah. know there was a word for them. Coops. Well, you know that these are a bit love, but the Marie Antoinette, you know that. Okay. Story yeah, with the long nipples. <laughs> we got we got intel that that was fake. Oh yeah. Someone told us it was fake yeah. last week. The, the Marianne, tw- yeah, I don't know what order we're going to release these episodes in, or if that person even said it in the episode. <laughs> it's all right. Um, well, I think it is fake. Yeah, people put yeah. two and two together. They weren't really based. On right. Either way, lovely. Oh, it's a nice idea. It is. <laughs> Our case eventually involves a very tall man. Ooh. So, apropos of nothing, your first question is: How tall was that man? Okay, the tallest man in the world is Robert Wadlow. Wow. And he was seven... Yes! I know him from the Guinness Book. He from school. school. I know him from school. <laughs> Bobby! Big Bobby! Big Bobby! He had extra big pencils that we'd borrow. No. I know, yeah, everybody knows from the Guinness Book of World Records. Custom suits, yes. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. How tall was he? Seven? No, eight... I think he was eight foot something, yeah. wasn't he? Eight okay. foot. I think so. I've seen really tall people on a film I did. It's proof I'm an actor. <laughs> um, on a film that I did, um, Jupiter Ascending, Wachowski, oh, yeah. crazy thing. Yeah. And they had play, you know, because it has all aliens in, they had this guy who was really, really tall. Yeah. And he was had been a basketball player. He was American. Oh. We did it in America and he'd been... We did it. I <laughs> pitched up for a few hours. Um, <laughs> but they... I did get to go to America to do it and he was, like, super, super tall and then he mm. retired from... And he was... He must have been, like, seven foot. It was like... Okay. okay. And he played... that. His now life was playing... Well, monsters and giants. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wonder if Robert okay. Wadlow ever thought, I'm going to join the NBA. Because <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't look like he can move about much, bless him. Like I've, I speak like, like I've met him. I've seen a model of him at yeah. the uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. So I've stood next to him, having yes. a picture taken. Um, and he's so tall to the point that if you put him in an NBA team, you'd be like, you just throw it to Robert and he would like drop it in. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it almost yeah. feels unfair. <laughs> like yeah. he's so big. Well... We're not quite as tall as yeah. Robert Wadlow, but I will tell you now. Six um, seven, six seven. Six seven. Ooh, Do you want to get six, a specific? Six nine. Okay. Seven I'm, foot. Oh, 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 oh sorry, I thought I you were going with eight. Seven. I'm sorry. That was very was convenient. Well, you can carry on. <laughs> I mean, you, might is... nail it. you might nail it seven foot. I was, oh, no, well, I'm wrong because I was going to end at seven. Okay. So that's very seven honest. Something. Seven foot six. Wow. And you'll be even more impressed when we learn what era this was but we will get to that before we meet the tall man let's meet a man of average height just to balance it out john hunter was a scottish doctor who longed to modernize medicine and he did so i will list a couple of his accomplishments um he discovered tear ducts in the eyes okay i like to think he was like he saw two otters holding hands or something and it was like wait where's that (laughs) 
Where's that coming from? Um, he defined teeth classifications and he... What do you oh, mean? Uh, like calling them incisors, oh, okay. molars. No well, one had ever labeled them, them though, before. To be fair. <laughs> Rather than discovering them. Yeah, he likes naming things. Made them up. <laughs> oh, tear ducts, I guess. I've always wondered why yeah. they're called these things. And now I know. Somebody went, oh. He's a namer. He's a namer. I'd like okay. name them after my children. I'd be like, this one's Sally, this one. Well, like, you know, Sharpie one vampire. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Sharpie Crunchy one. ones. Uh, well, this one is more than naming. He oversaw the first artificial insemination in humans. Oh. And when you say oversaw, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know if I want to know more. But yes, so your next question is, what century is this? Ooh. Well, that's because I thought yeah. the first sort of IVF kind of things would have been 20th century. But you've the way you're like, makes me think it's 19th. But let me say, because the Scottish doctors is quite a thing. They were uh-huh. like real... Pioneers and the first women doctors were in Scotland as well. Ah, yeah. I think something like Edinburgh University or Glasgow was the first place to let women in to study. Okay. Because there was the Edinburgh Seven. This is irrelevant, but no, I, it's, no, that's fascinating. I mean, it's very yeah. good to know. Yeah. yeah. The Edinburgh Seven, I think, were a group of women doctors who were like just sort of like, oh, you can't be a doctor, and they were like, oh, <laughs> we're going to be, and they did. Wow. Um, I mean, it would be a great be a great drama if anybody wants to commit it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah so it's got and that was that was all sort of late victorian so i'm gonna say it was late I, i'm gonna say it's something like end of 1890s that sort of time okay oh there's uh, do you know what generally i'll just say 1912 because it's when oh. titanic sank um but you put so much thought into that, that i'm kind of like i've got to say something smart now yeah. so i guess hannah you don't don't <laughs> don't start now <laughs> when was the what? Wow. Um, when did the first person cry is what I'm trying to think. So um, let's work that out. And Nothing. why did he make them cry? Yeah. What did Robert do to make some... Maybe they cried with laughter. Maybe Robert's like super funny. Maybe. What oh, did they think maybe. it was before? Yeah. What century, guys? What oh, century? <laughs> See, I, I think there was a golden age of medicine between like 1920 and 1980 Uh and that's when they did kidney transplants and like other stuff (laughs) they discovered insulin yeah yeah there was like a whole we got 20th uh, century we got 19th century I'm gonna go care I'm going to sorry it's the the artificial insemination is making me really so it was the 70s the the IVF was the 70s but this Mm -hmm. is probably earlier than that so I'm only want a century just a century oh you only want a century only want a century just the century any 20th. century. I'm going to say 20th. 17th. There we go. 17th. It was the late 18th century. Oh, 1790s sort of time. Well, yeah, so John was born in 1728. By 1748, he was well underway studying medicine. Uh, He was elected to the Royal Society in 1766. He bought a huge house in London from which he practiced, and he had some very well-known patients, including economist Adam Smith. Oh, yes, he's very boring. And... (laughs) You'd hate to treat him. I had to study him so much. Did you? Yeah. Oh. What, do you know his medical ailments? Because that's... Maybe that's where he was interested. Well, the invisible hand. Yeah. You can't treat an invisible hand, can you? It's just invisible. Uh, Prime Minister William Pitt the Younger. Yes. Uh, But your next question. Hunter had a lot of critics. I bet. And he was considered very controversial, and it had to do with how he studied things. Why do you think he was controversial? Did he do like live surgery? You know, in those sort uh, of the, the, is in Guy's Hospital. I think there's the old surgical site, which is like a theater, the theater yes. where they have people watching. So I reckon he had live. 
bodies that he cut open live and was like, fuck, watch her cry. Right, right. <laughs> she's got tear ducts and incisors. Yeah, she's got the pointy ones. And now she's pregnant. Yeah. That's all we know about him. <laughs> it was a hell of a day. Hell of a day. Uh, that's a very good guess. Okay. Well, it, the, this artificial insemination will have just been like a turkey baster thing, won't it? It's I have like, no further information not, yeah. about the artificial insemination. Okay, I got really bogged down in that. Um... It's quite a thing, isn't it? Yeah. So it's quite a bombshell to throw out there and move on from, but I did it. <laughs> um, so why is he controversial? Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, that is a really good answer. Maybe, well, they all were using corpses, though, weren't they? Maybe, maybe, he, well, let, maybe, like... maybe he let women train. Okay. So maybe he, uh, all right. I think maybe it's a bit like. Do you remember that cookery show called Two Fat Ladies? Yes. Oh, of course. They, yeah, I mean, loved it. But they they used to have a thing when they were like, you don't really need to wash your hands. I so I think maybe, maybe stuff and nonsense. What they said. I love yeah, that. I know it's so funny. They're dead now, of course. They are, of course. I yeah. loved them. I used to watch that with my. They parents. were alcoholics as well. Well, one of them was. One of them drank quite a bit. No, but I she did a that. whole thing about like I was just absolutely ham. You know, oh, it was she? like a really oh, big deal, like dangerously so. And then wow. she said. Oh, wow. Because it was like a joke on the show and then it's yeah. like, it's not actually a joke. Okay. <laughs> so similar to our good. own story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When they make the documentary. <laughs> so I think he he'd, he sort of was fast and loose with hygiene. Okay. Yeah, but they all okay. were at this point. Yeah, they didn't have germ theory. Like, so till like, oh, history these... of medicine, history GCSE, call back. Like... There's the whole four humours Galen business mm-hmm. where they operate on monkeys and that was like really controversial, but they weren't doing people. People is much, much later and then it was it was cadavers and then there was like the Birkenhair. Again, Scottish, they were Scottish, weren't they stealing mm. stuff? So was he stealing corpses? Oh, ding, 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 ding. Oh, well done. Come well on, everybody, done. start drinking when you're two. Well <laughs> Katie, you touched on it as well. He had a strong relationship with grave robbers. Ah. Dissection was not only seen as an abomination it was illegal at this point so there was an uncomfortable alliance and still I presume uh, well grave robbing I guess is, well, but grave robbing you is can, illegal you can give what your I, body to science you yeah no but I mean that's what I meant grave robbing it's yeah, not like yeah, yeah. now we just oh, yeah. turn a blind eye no no but it's so, fine so there was Saturday a, born there was born. no legal dissection there was no there is now legal dissection yeah, yeah. that's right okay. um, so some doctors you know anyone that wanted to study anatomy uh, they would forge a very uh, controversial relationship with grave robbers and the doctors didn't call them grave robbers they gave them a much more lofty title than that so before before I tell you what it is, do you want to wager a guess what yes. they called grave robbers? Okay. Well, in a cadavery theme. Yeah. It's, well, I did a sketch in an Edinburgh show just to say, which was called Abracadaver. Okay. Where we, we did these magic tricks with this dead body. And it this was, is great. Yeah, no, it was great. It was my like, yeah. Anyway, um, um, so let me think. It's it, not going to be a pun, though, is it, sadly? It's gonna, sadly it's gonna not. It's, like, quite, it's quite a bold term but were um, they pro or part, parts relocation <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something Kirsty all yeah. would host <laughs> do do boop boo like um, were, were they pro or, or anti it they're pro so these are the doctors ah, so like, these are the doctors trying to, to say like these, these are not grave okay. robbers these are our <sighs> fun takers <laughs> 
Fundertakers. Oh, hey, that's good. That's good. Hey, hey. It sounds like a wrestler, doesn't it? Uh, the Fundertaker. Hannah George, want to uh, wager a guess? Before the Body Boys. I... The Body Boys. Nice. Very good. Um, they called them the Resurrectionists. Oh, oh but also, okay. ooh. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I was going to say it sounds more religious, but we could go that way too. I like it. Um, so the average uh, cadaver fetched about, yes, I say cadaver, not cadaver. Because you say cadaver, right? No, we say oh, cadaver. We cadaver. cadaver? Let's oh. call the whole thing off. Cadaver. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Uh, the average cadaver fetched about two pounds, which is the equivalent of a farmer's wages for an entire season. Um, and if the body had any unique characteristics, such as being tall, it fetched much, much more. Oh. Uh, so doctors, including Hunter, would develop uh, relationships with resurrectionist gangs, and it was a dangerous business. Um, in fact, sometimes... If somebody got on your turf and stole a body that you had claimed, they would sabotage the transaction after it had happened. How do you think they might have sabotaged a transaction of a cadaver? How would you pull its bits off? Pull its bits off. Can't do this now. Uh, Gone. Okay. Can't use that. (laughs) Or like. The sound effects are incredible on this episode. I love it. But I felt like that was an eye was coming out. Yeah, and more. <laughs> I mean, that is sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking they'd, they probably wouldn't tell on each other or like, because then they'll just get told on. So, yeah, some kind of like pouring acid on it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah or maybe they just like guesses. bury it again. Okay. Do you know what? You're all thinking along the right lines. They would destroy the body. Yeah. They would break into the lab and just destroy Trash the body, it. which is, it's like the equivalent of licking the lollipop before you give yeah. it to your brother. This kind is of thing. like Cadaver Corner Boys. This is like, <laughs> like what? Corner Boy, like gang. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like proper. It's, uh, it, the case isn't even all about grave robbing, but it's such a fascinating area if you'd like to look into it. Um, so yeah, they do it. that. And sometimes they would bury uh, their rivals alive because they oh. just dug the grave. <laughs> so they take the body, they pop the guy in, put earth on oh, top no, of that's them. That's the word, like nightmare. Well, because also, because didn't they start killing? That's the whole Burke and Hare thing, isn't it? Yeah. They started actually killing people. But what about them. if they're in Scotland? What if there was like a very loyal dog that sat on the grave <laughs> the whole time, like yes. Great Friars Bobby? And it would yes. <laughs> dig you up it would only bite you (laughs) give the alarm Um, so this is what was going on with Hunter he was obsessed with anatomy and he was going through a lot of bodies he bought a lot of bodies because he wanted to study them now meet Charles Byrne Charles Byrne was an extremely tall Irishman 7 foot 6 inches Um, quote unquote scholars at the time had a theory for why Charles was so tall and it's ridiculous so i would like you to guess what their theory was i will give you a hint because it'll be more fun it has to do with how they speculated charles's parents uh, had had sex i don't know why i got so nervous saying that i just pictured my mother listening i'm like I did, I did, I did. Wait, how are babies made that's crazy just had a just had an email in <laughs> from your mum. She's heard so many worse things. I don't know why I stumbled on that one. I'm going to pour some more cremant. Oh, my oh, God. Some more, please. Okay. How do you... Half man, half wardrobe. Come on. I mean, I didn't it. want to spill. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe they, that they had sex under a full moon okay. when, um, when Jupiter was in ascension. Retro- yeah. <laughs> yeah, retrograde ascension. One of them. Gotcha. 
None of your answers will be any stupider than the actual answer. <sighs> Had sex standing up or something. Okay. That's quite, yeah, that's quite yeah, a good then one. there'd be loads of tall people. Maybe they went into like, <laughs> well, I don't know about you. <laughs> Why am I only five foot four? <laughs> well, maybe they went into like S&M and he was on a, like a, a stretchy well, In thing. the olden days. I mean, hey, I imagine it goes way back to like medieval S&M. Absolutely. Was probably that's when it was stuff. invented. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's when it wasn't even for pleasure. Then people went, like, oh. Life was so <laughs> We could awful. tweak this. <laughs> they would have to just do nice sex to have a contrast. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't need S&M. Um, Can we it, just do a nice sex tonight, <laughs> darling? But nice for who? I just, oh, just for anyone. Just for anyone. <laughs> for all our OnlyFans. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, is it? But is it literally that they were stretching out? Uh, again, you're all thinking along the right lines, just like this five-year-old type thinking. They they genuinely thought that they had probably had sex up high, like on a haystack. Oh wow! I know. Wow, wow, wow! Yeah, Dude, it was so easy to be a doctor in the olden days. It really was. Oh. I mean, now we know that obviously it would have been a building. <laughs> Not a haystack. But uh, no, we we know now that Charles probably had a tumor on his pituitary gland. So his body was creating an excess of growth hormones. Um, So to make a living, Charles would exhibit himself at at county fairs. That's how he made a living. Um, And he was even shown off to King George at one point. Which one? Mad one. Uh... Oh gosh! What's the year? Uh, Late seventeen hundreds. Well, yeah, no. So is that the mad? Yeah, George when he was young, before he was mad, or the fourth, the regent. Depends. Depends on the year. He was the mad king. Hannah. (laughs) Yeah, but it would have been the mad king. Yeah. So we're looking at seventeen seventy. So American independence time. That's George the third. Yeah. Yeah. We were totally getting independent then. (laughs) Crazy. And that's when. Not just saying. Oh, see, I always think of him later. I was thinking of him in the eighteen hundreds. My history is not so is, good. Um, when you, <laughs> this sounds like a. This is when Uranus was discovered. <laughs> Ray! Ray! Wait, on. no, in Lancashire it's called a. Ginnel, <laughs> ginnel. Let's use the correct terminology for our guest, please. But it was because the um, what's his name that discovered Uranus wanted it to be named after King George before he oh, went mad. Yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. George. So the, but he not... wasn't really mad, was he? he? Was ill. He had porphyria. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think that he we saw don't that. call it that now. No, no. He saw that tall bloke and he just went absolutely bonkers. <laughs> so fucking hell! Well, so I, can't, I can't. I can't. The haystack yeah, must have been enormous. Drunk women solving crime. 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. He's touring around, and when John Hunter lays eyes on this man... Oh, he gets very he interested. Wants him. But he in wants a, him dead. He day. wants yeah. him. He wants to dissect him. This, this, yes. Uh, That's not this, creepy. This guy is like E.T. now. You need to get him in a bike and cycle him to that mountain where you've got the speak and spill. Sorry. You know how they wanted to dissect E.T.? Yeah. It's just not where I thought you were going. This guy's like E.T. <laughs> I mean, you know, like... They like, wanted to study him. Yeah. yeah. I didn't phrase it brilliantly. No, it's no. Big old I know what you meant. Thank you. It's fine. Did you hear me try to say sex? I was like... So John Hunter hatched a plan. What was his plan? To kill him, surely. To get him dead. I can see. Oh, I can see why no. you'd immediately get that. Well, let's see now. That's where my head would go. Does he they... maybe try to befriend him? Kind of thinking that maybe he could find out some stuff about him whilst he's alive. Mm. And then maybe he wants to do the first sort of... Maybe he'd learned about consent at this point. He was like, well, no, this no, guy no, no, is no, exciting. No. The first consent. man to learn consent. <laughs> yeah, no, Wait a minute. Yeah, I was going to say, consent, <laughs> consent is late 1990s at the earliest. And then it wasn't and like, even you know, then. on the statute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um yeah I no I think he wanted to um I think he wanted mm. to like you know be able to survey so I think he was like hey free stuff I'm just doing a survey um, <laughs> like lollipops yeah. lollipops yeah. come into my extra large you know yeah, chariot yeah. and then yeah and I gets, can catch you in the back of it yeah and then he's I'm know, selling custom suits custom suits I'm selling custom suits <laughs> But like, yeah, well, he that, would I think one, he, and then, he really would, then, like Robert, then when Robert. he's friends, Ludlow. he can poison him and knock him out and start doing all his bullshit. Okay. But like, oh, so is it kind of Dharma-esque? Yeah. So he doesn't necessarily want to kill him. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunately the inevitable that's conclusion. The, that's the end game. But he wants to like, you know, knock him out and like open him up and have a good look around. And yeah, and then he sort of has to kill him. Obviously, yeah. The final well, bit will be that. It's not. It's not <laughs> yeah. quite as sinister as that, but oh, it's it's kind of crime. Is this? It's kind yeah. of rude. it's kind of rude at best. He approaches him and offers to buy his body pre-posthumously. So he's basically like, have a natural death, go off and have your own natural death, but you're mine. When you do. But I'll pay you now. I'll pay you now. And you can spend that money. A very decent proposal. A very decent (laughs) proposal. (laughs) Let's see Woody Harrelson in this film. (laughs) No pressure, no rush, no rush. Take your time. Take your time. That's so funny though too, because he's going to be like... You know, it's like those insurance companies. I hope you die in the next two years, otherwise I owe you money. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be like, well, I'm going to have to kill him now. Yeah. Well, this is it. What do you think Charles's response was to this? So here's a guy who's got a medical condition. He's making money by displaying himself and having people gawk at him. What does he? Does say? he know he's got a medical condition, or does he just think he's tall? 
He probably didn't, but he didn't. We'll get to. He didn't feel very well. It made oh. him feel unwell. So, oh. so I reckon yeah. it was a hard life being a circus freak show guy. I don't reckon that was super lucrative. Um, I reckon he would take the money, but mm-hmm. then disappear because he knows this guy wants him dead. Oh, okay. Oh, imagine trying to disappear and being seven foot six. <laughs> You'd just be like, I'll just do, hide behind do, this tree. That's oh, not big enough. Um. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I guess, well, surely he's going to take the money, but then maybe does he do crazy things like like I would? He's going to drink it, and then he's followed by somebody going, don't fuck up your organs. No, I want to see it all working. Oh, yeah. Don't do crazy shit. Interesting. So yeah. he might be like following around, going, I want your body as perfect as it can be. Yeah, yeah, like those cars that can tell if you're stressed when you're doing the. You know, like it, what car is this? this? I would love it. Well, no, but it's to get Maybe. the insurance down. Oh. It's got these. It's basically spying on you to make sure that you're doing it's like really safe driving. Creepy. And then you don't. Yeah, but then so if you stick to all the safety stuff, then you get lower insurance. But then if you violate it, then you um, oh. oh i've got i'm weird not ready insu- to let- life insurance like that where they monitor me <laughs> oh right yeah like, are you moving enough i bet you have the same insurance as me and we're not going to plug them because they haven't paid no, us no, no. but yeah i get i get money <laughs> off if I exercise and yeah. stuff and when i signed up to it i'm like this will get me yes motivated and now i'm just like, i just watch the money the go up every plan. month i'm like god damn it i don't want to run no <laughs> I am exercising just because it doesn't show in your ways. Right. Yeah, how do they... Like, unless they got your Fitbit access. Yes, or... but that's not the only way I'm moving. I don't know how to yeah. get mine up and running all the time. For Christmas. That's what I'm no. saying. I'm and can working. it tell when you're cycling because your hand doesn't uh, move? Um, guys, I will tell you, Charles's response, he was appalled. Oh. oh. He was appalled. He said, this is the most disgusting wow. proposal I've ever had. It's pretty not bad had. in the 18th century. It was really horrific. It's, I, you have to get into this mindset, I guess, of like, this yeah, is a that... disgusting thing that he's doing. I it's suppose illegal. it's so taboo, isn't it? Isn't it? So taboo. Okay. So he made his friends promise to throw his body into the sea so that whenever he dies, Hunter doesn't. Oh, okay. Get so to he was it. like, no way. Anybody yeah. but this no guy. No way. So Hunter's overplayed his hand and tipped his, tipped TT off. Now they know to put him in the basket. <laughs> so sadly, Charles starts experiencing pain because of his condition. He's still really young, and he How actually. Old is he? Uh, well, I'll tell you in a moment. Oh. I think when Robert I, Wadlow died at 22. I think he was really young. Well, I will tell you, he's 22 oh. when he dies, exactly. There you, spoiler alert, okay. he doesn't make it. Um, the 22 club. But he, yeah, yeah, he turns to booze to cope with the pain. As and we you now, would. As you yeah. would, uh, which we do not endorse on this podcast. Uh-huh. Um, but he was drinking dangerous <laughs> amounts <laughs> of alcohol daily. And John Hunter knew this. He was monitoring how this guy's life was going. How do you think he He was knew? selling it, wasn't he? He was like, in all disguises. It's like that carry on yeah. the board where there's only one person who works there, and he's like, I'm the waiter, I'm the hotel, I'm the manager, I'm the cleaner. Yeah. And he was like, Baba, some wine, Baba, some vodka. Okay. So disguise. Nice, nice. He's there all, he's everywhere. Okay. I feel like maybe he's paying someone to, to tail him. Okay. Just because if, if he's a doctor and stuff, I feel like he's got other shit to do, but it wouldn't cost him maybe that much to sort of send one of his grave robbers Yeah, if he, if he can afford two pounds a body, he can pay people to tail a guy. That's, right. that's okay. true. Okay, that's 
That is absolutely yes. correct. Mm. He hired somebody to do his bidding. So not the disguises thing. <laughs> no, but that would have been Which great. It's so I mean, much more fun. Twiddle the tash. Yeah. It's great. It yeah, went, and he sent specifically a woman, which is the same thing oh, that grave robbers would you do. You never suspect a woman. You don't yeah. suspect a woman. They would Grave robbers would send women to go spy in hospitals to anticipate. Geez, I just can't speak. Is it the Cremont? Who can tell? <laughs> um, just to sort of spy on when's the next dead body coming because people didn't question women in hospitals they're like she's like I mean I absolutely would if there was some sort of like crone hovering <laughs> around that I didn't know in like black widow's weeds just sort of sniffing around I'd be like what the hell yeah. <laughs> you're not feeling well yeah. very nice <laughs> um, so yeah he spied on him um, Charles dies in 1783 oh. at age 22 now his oh, friends that's the year mm. that's the that's French Revolution, so it is definitely oh. is George the Third. That's the year Marinette's killed, I think. Yeah. Well, ish. there we go. That ish. And America's two. Three. I think that's why I'm stumbling my words because I'm like, she's really smart, so I'm gonna <laughs> really <laughs> pronounce just, things. Is, it's just my period, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that is then. So that's. Yeah. Very, but the reason I said it is because I was thinking of you know Madame Defarge, you know that kind of knitty needle. In oh, yeah. the women that are watching, Ten of Two Cities, that kind of creepy woman oh gosh, who was invented in that era. Having to invented. read that book. <laughs> having to read it. Well, they made it just not fun. And it could have been really fun. It's a very exciting book, but God, it was taught in the worst way. Oh, never mind. Oh, never mind. Um, so his friends are responsible for making his arrangements, um, and he had made his wishes very clear. What do you think they do? Do Crying they honor the Charles? Oh no, they don't because they're shitheads. Well, they, they're like, hang on, hang on, hang on. You said two pounds. We've got the body. He doesn't want it. I'm going to say three pounds, or we piss on it and throw it in the sea. Oh yeah, wow, they, okay. They, they might. Right. It's what they it's might what we'd all do, right? <laughs> <laughs> He is like a double body as no. well because he's like twice the size of a normal person. Mm. You would be like, I'd say four pounds. Yes, true, actually. I mean, two and also, seasons. if they have to Some take Some of these bodies somewhere. fetched up to, I wasn't even going to get into the grave, Robin, but here we are, up to 50 pounds. Oh, my which God, is, wow. So I forget what the equivalent, like 20 grand today or something oh, like that. Oh, at least. Yeah. Do you, what would you have to have for that to be, you know, what would it be about a body that would be worth 50 pounds? Apart from, like, mine, I guess. I can tell you it's very morbid. What is what? it? A pregnant woman. Yeah, oh, I was going to say... No. Oh, yeah. Stuff with stuff inside and growths and tumors or yeah. shapes is a thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, but what did they decide to do? Well, the, now you said, I, I think they might be bribed. Mm. But I'm sad. I hope they still threw him in the sea. And then okay. this guy had to go paddling, <laughs> go and get him. I do love that, that you're a bad friend for not throwing your friend's corpse in the sea. <laughs> like, it's what they want. But I think that, yeah, I mean, he's dead. They probably needed the money. Uh, yeah, Of course, they're going to take the cash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you, you're absolutely right on that front. They did want to make money, but... Oh, they double-crossed. Well, they decide to fulfill his wishes, but only after they put his body on display in a coffin and charge the public to come and oh, oh, wow. view it. Oh, wow. What? I mean, it's not worse, actually, but it's still terrible. Well, I'm telling you right now, this is what I would like. I want, I <laughs> you want, want to be, be on display. display? I want to be on display. I want to make you all Do you money. really? Like, fully embalm the words? No, <laughs> I really don't. I would I, hate that. I know. I would, too. 
I, Depends I, what I'm wearing. Well, no, but here's the thing, hmm. you see. Like, you want to be in your favourite outfit. There's an outfit that you think <laughs> is going to look really good, oh, but God. then in reality it looks shit on you and lying down doesn't look so great and it was all a bad idea. And you don't get to choose, like, where you put the seam. Like, no, I always worry, like, horrid. it's backwards. Oh. No, I really don't want that. So, yeah, they, they put them on display. They make some money, but then they go, but now... Now we will honor his wishes. And I oh, should, that's good uh, of him, isn't it? Yeah, good mates. Good <sighs> mates. Um, I should say John Hunter was not the only uh, anatomist trying to get his hands on this body. There were others wow. swarming oh. around. So your next question is, does Charles's body remain in that coffin? Well, no. It's stolen. I'm waiting yeah. for the crime. So this is the crime, surely. Yeah, it's going to be... Well, Hunter's committing a crime all along just by getting just by bodies. Doing it. Yeah, yes. so we've covered crime. Oh no, okay. there might be more. I've got there a horrible feeling that they all try and like steal his body at the same time, and they each is or like, bits. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. like, yeah, one's got a leg, like one's a got another chicken. leg. It's yeah. little bits. It's a classic farce. Yeah. I like the carry-on vibe we had earlier. Everybody's in a sort of um, <laughs> carry-on What was that noise? Doors. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I can't do the sound effects, so Frog, you're going to have to... There we go. There we go. (laughs) Carry on court. Can't do it. it. Everyone laughs all the time, innit? Um, Yeah. I will tell you, it did remain in the coffin. They were smart enough to know that there were people after it, and they were careful to guard it 24 hours a day. Fair play Mm -hmm. to these money makers. Yeah, and so after a few days, with a few quid in their pockets, they began the arduous task of transporting Charles's enormous custom-made coffin to the sea. From London through Kent and to the coast, wow. um, along with an undertaker. Um, they took a lot of bricks. They took a lot of bricks. Oh, because they were going to take the body out, fill the coffin with bricks. Oh, okay. Dump the coffin and then sell the body, like, on the sly. Okay. Oh, and did they, what, did okay. they walk, like, with it on their shoulders? Do you know what's ridiculous is I think it was in a carriage, but they were still like, oh, it's so much work for the horses because they weren't walking all that distance with no. a body that size. But I guess it was still. Where in Kent? Um, Thanet. Well, yeah. they eventually go through Canterbury. Oh, um, quite we're, far. We're then. not there yet. Yeah, pilgrimage. Any yeah. excuse to do my Canterbury tales, guys. <laughs> um, but I was going to ask, what do you think they did on their breaks? Oh, I mean, I mean, smelt a <laughs> rotting corpse that because they didn't have any ice. Yeah, if they've kept it out and sort of shown people, pull off little bits or like just check if any oh, bits God. is coming, and they're like, oh. I will tell you just to make sure that we get to what's about to happen. They went to pubs. It became a really slow kind of morbid pub crawl because every time they would stop, they were aware that people might want to steal this body. So they would bring the whole coffin into the pub with them. And there's a lot of pubs in those days on the road. Everyone had to stop all the time. This is why I love the British pub, though. It's like, bring your dog, bring your dead friend. Like, everybody's welcome. (laughs) It's truly... The ultimate weekend of Bernie's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really is. Um, they run into trouble at a certain pub, though. Um, oh. Why? Is it like a Weatherspoons? It's a Weatherspoons. <laughs> yeah, they're like, there's no music. This is creepy. <laughs> Food is subpar. Sorry. Uh-huh. Just fucking there's a dress code at this pub. <laughs> dress code. <laughs> yeah. It's a local pub for local people. I reckon maybe John Hunt is there. Ambush! Ambush in a pub. Excellent guess. Um, I shall tell you, it was 
it, the coffin was just too big to fit through the door. It was just oh. logistics, but they still wanted to drink. So big garden. The pub, <laughs> the pub owner tells them to store it in a nearby barn. Question: Does Charles's coffin make it to sea? No, and there must be something in it, and I can't do the joke. But you know, a beer and a beer. You know, the thing that you hold a coffin on is called a beer. B I E R, like German spelling of beer. Oh, okay. I'm Look, just knowing that. that is enough. No, but there's just, I'm just like, oh, no there's to... something in this. It's a joke, but I can't do it. I love jokes where you have to explain also the spelling of a word. Yeah. Before yeah. It well, it's a beer, and it's a, it's a I'd homophone. like to raise the coffin. Homophone. <laughs> One more Where time. they like will have, you know, I was just, I, I suppose what I was imagining is that they kind of like prop him up on the beer. Uh-huh. For those who know okay. which spelling I mean. Well, I, and, I get uh, it now. <laughs> do you think I get they make jokes. it to see? Do they make it? I don't think you put anything. No, but how many times are they stopping? How many pints is These guys are so dickheads. Many. They're so drunk, but they are dickheads, but I kind of love them. I mean, them. they got all that way, and then how they're like, they oh, we'll be fine them. in a barn. Not even one of us will take turns. Yeah, exactly. I don't even want to put, like, my coat sort of far away from me in a pub, like, let alone put a sort of fucking body. I will tell you, the coffin does make it to sea. Oh. They make it all the way to but the coast. But it's the body still You really it. put us off by shaking your head going, does it make it to sea? <laughs> oh, the coffin, she's, I'm looking dubious. She's tricking us. They row the boat out and peacefully slip Charles's coffin into the water. But there was just one problem, Katie. Say it again. It's not in there. His body's no longer in there. So oh. your last question is, at what point in the journey had John Hunter stolen the corpse along this pub I crawl? reckon at the beginning. Go on, sorry. Oh. I, I reckon at the beginning. Cause or he, in the pub, which is the door's too narrow because he turned up earlier. like And put an extra <laughs> door frame on. Oh, I just got <laughs> out this door. <laughs> It's a tiny door. <laughs> That's yeah, a race it got, car It got tire. in all other doors, didn't it? Yeah. I think I, that tiny door is... You think he put some that, extra wood there? That's a double narrow. bluff. That's mm. like... I was like, so I can picture that like Pink Panther style. Do you like yeah, of course. I think he still probably <laughs> fucked with the Obst. door, but I think he stayed in Edinburgh with the body. I think the he... The whole time? Yeah. He's I, in London. He's right, a Scottish so doctor, London. but he's he was in London all was the he time. In London the whole time. Yeah, yeah, he's just a Scottish oh, doctor. Well, that's really like. But the but the but the guy was in Edinburgh. Was this whole story happening in London? We were never in Edinburgh. I never said Edinburgh. She said Edinburgh. We talked about the Edinburgh Seven. I did. Okay. I talked about the history of Scottish. Uh, and okay. guys, we are in Edinburgh from the third, <laughs> the fourth of August to the. I want to come back in Edinburgh. Check us out, six ten every night, <laughs> so I can give Underbelly, you the Bristol Edinburgh Square. <laughs> we need him. Um, any other guesses? At what point do you think? So we've got the barn. No, the door. The I door, swear that door okay. was dodged. There's something about the I, I dodge think, yeah, door. But I think somebody double, one of the friends double-crossed. From the very beginning. From the very beginning. Ah, okay. Well, oh. the bricks is relevant, this bricks business. I would put bricks in a coffin for sure. Okay. If I had a giant friend. I reckon <laughs> that he's... I reckon he's in the coffin the whole well, time. Twice. But, uh, like, oh. Hunter's in a diving bell below the, oh. uh, below the boat. Oh, my gosh. So he, um, he steals it at sea. I totally went into SpongeBob SquarePants, like under the sea, just turns into a cartoon. Um, Well, I shall tell you, John had intervened all the way back with the Undertaker, who's with them. He bribed him five hundred pounds. Well, hang on, this is like five hundred pounds. pounds. Yeah, modern day money. It's a lot of money. Um, So he 
intercepted the funeral procession to steal the body, and it was when they got to the pub with the door that was too small. Ah, the, ah I knew it. The undertaker had planned this, knew Who it wouldn't fit. Who a pub with a too wow, small door? Yeah. Right? Um, they knew that they would take the body to this barn, and they had men hiding in the haystacks. Wow. And when they weren't busy making tall babies. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, they stole the body put rocks in the coffin to you keep would. it heavy um, so they buried an empty coffin and mm. the body was already back in London by the time they buried it here's the ending of the story weirdly wow. John Hunter was so terrified of these Irish mates that he never dissected the body he panicked and boiled oh. it just to keep the skeleton oh and, wow and that skeleton um, so he opened a museum which still exists called the Hunterian Museum in London which is at the Royal College of Medicine. And that skeleton was still on display right up until January 2023. Wow. And this case kind of has a nice ending, just that somebody finally said, don't you think we should honor Charles's wishes? He didn't want to be gawked at anymore, so they've taken the skeleton down. Um, so I think we should raise a glass to Charles Byrne. Cheers. But, cheers, Charles. tall man. Where, where cheers, is the skeleton now? Did they put it in the sea? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Do you know what I fear? It's just in the back with all the other shit. (laughs) But at least it's respectful. Drunk women solving crime. So we have just enough time to solve a listener crime. Thank you so much. This is from Katie. Different Katie. Katie with a K. She sounds great. She sounds great. (laughs) Love all the Katies. Um, In the summer of 2020, when Wales opened its border, my sister and I went to our parents' house in rural Wales for the weekend. By the way, that's post-COVID. They opened the border. It's not like they were like, stay out. (laughs) Okay. Um, So they went to rural Wales for the weekend. Um, They live in the middle of nowhere with their dogs, cats, and chickens. The nearest neighbor is a farmhouse a few hundred feet up the road, which leads onto a village 10 miles away. In Wales, is this? In Wales. Okay. We get there Friday night, and the next morning, the internet wasn't working. When my dad went to the shop, he spotted that a telephone pole between us and the village was missing. <gasps> the wires were cut. Oh. Where they would have connected to the pole and rolled up by the side of the road, a stump remained where it looked like half the post had been cut and the other half had snapped off. BT sent a man that Monday, once my sister and I had gone, but my dad went to speak to him and he was baffled and told my dad he'd never seen this before and on his problem form had written, stolen pole. (laughs) Who took it? How weird. Very weird. So a whole pole had been stolen. A whole pole. And lines had been cut. Mm -hmm. In Wales. In Wales. In 2020. In 2020. Right near a family residence. See, I don't feel like they needed the firewood. I feel like they wanted to stop communication. So either they wanted to rob someone and have them not be able to use the internet, mm. or they were trying to sabotage someone. I don't know. I, I feel that's where my mind has gone anyway. Very okay. dark, though, isn't it? If you bit, want to, like, dark. isolate somebody. Yeah. Maybe we should ask Katie, like, did her parents sort of start a YouTube video during... Uh, yeah. <laughs> they've started their own channel during lockdown. And, and she's someone like, doesn't like it. We've, she doesn't. She's like, we've got to fucking stop her. <laughs> Let's get the poll. It's the only way. Oh, so it's like full on... What's that, you know, where the, the perpetrate the person asking the question is actually the criminal? It feels like, yeah, because it's often the person right. that finds the body is the murderer. Well, yes, oh. well, the, the last person. They used to say that on Crime Watch. Yeah. I remember they were like, the last person to see the body is 
the person who's done the crime. And I remember my dad going, huh, of course, because literally that is the case. Oh, yeah, the last like, person oh, to yeah. see the body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the last known person to see the body. So the last known... Who was up that pole recently? How, yeah. how, do we know how big the area that gets knocked out? Is it how just their farmhouse? Or is it, like, the whole town? Or? It mostly affects their house. I do remember... I'm, I've cut it down for time, Katie. I apologise <laughs> for my editing. Well, you I'm just going to say that we're Maybe missing a whole cast of characters. Somebody. <laughs> so therefore it must be somebody yeah. in the I, family. The call's coming from inside the house. I think Do you know not. what I think? I think the parents did it because I think they're like, we finally get in our daughter's home uh, and they will not be on their screens this uh, whole weekend. Nice. And that's the extremes that parents will go to just for some face-to-face time. That's yes. my theory. So adorable. parents aren't calling your bluff. They mean it. No screen time. <laughs> How old are these children, though? They must be. I mean, they're grown-ups. I know, so I'm a bit They're like... grown-ups. No, but they still want special time with as a family. Yeah, yeah but also you kind of need some peace. Well, I've know, just as a, a parent, I'm like, you want to go on your tappy tap? It was right after the. It. it was right after lockdown, though. So maybe it was like in a moment of desperation. Yeah, we're gonna connect. Damn it, Scrabble! I love. Did I have something very important to say? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Katie, I hope that's helped. <laughs> We've blamed the mother. It was you. You're welcome. I guess we have. I was blaming the dad this time, though, because he's like, oh, I went to the shop and the pole's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Tellers and women can use swords. With a giant pole in his pocket. Like, (laughs) oh, are you just pleased to see me? (laughs) Sorry, Casey, for saying that about your father. (laughs) We have just enough time to ask Frog Stone, what have you got going on? Is there anything you'd like to plug? Where can we find you or see your work? This podcast. Nice. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so I'm, well, oh, it's not imminent, really. I'm currently doing a thriller. There's crime involved. Nice. Ooh, Amazing. It starts with a p- nearly dead body. Oh, nearly dead. In episode dead. one, and then Ooh. there's a big twist. Ooh. Um, it's a, seven foot six. I'm in. <laughs> it actually is somebody quite tall. They've just been cast. No, I'm working on a, um, I'm working on a Finnish TV show. Can you Ooh. believe it? Amazing. As they were like, congratulations, it's been greenlit, your first Nordic noir. And I was like, and probably my last. Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, like, how many times am I going to be asked over to a foreign country to write a drama? So that's what I've got going on. In, for, if you've got little children, you can catch my voice in Tish Tash. There's a new Ooh. series coming out on CBBS. Nice okay. soon. So that's the, those are the two things I've got going on. Fantastic. Can you tell us the title of the other project? Yeah. Or? So it's called Lover. Okay. Uh, mm. Which is a Finnish Nordic noir, which uh, doesn't start filming until sort of uh, August, September, so I don't know when it will okay. be out, but it is going to come to the UK, because otherwise, why would they involve me? <laughs> um, and then Tish Tash should be out soon, I think. Okay. Nice. I love that. Two very sort of different very ends of the different. spectrum. Yeah. yeah. I just do yeah, what pays it. me is the absolute truth. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? So thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.